Shut up and sit down. I'm Corbin. And I'm Katie. And we are the, the Vagabonds. Two best friends adventuring through the world of lady stuff, one episode at a time. We don't give medical advice, and we don't seek for anyone other than ourselves. We're just recording conversations we'd be having at bars anyway. Hi. Well, hi. Hello. We're, we have a guest. Again. In the studio again. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Who is our guest? Holly. Holly Wompstead. I was like, do I need to introduce she, myself? Or <laughs> These guys have an aversion to like, using people's <laughs> last names. I don't no, really no, understand. No, I said her last She's name. She's like Beyonce. She, she doesn't, she doesn't have, have a last name. No, Holly Wompstead. It's just Holly. Like, or as I call her, Holly Luya. Her, oh. middle, her middle name is Luya. It's really not, but my dad says so. Oh, but we okay. also convinced like everyone growing up that it was. Uh, Holly, I forgot to tell you, pull your microphone really oh, yeah, up close to, to your like, face. You okay, really, is this better? Yeah, that's perfect. So you like make out with it a little yeah, bit? Yeah, just, with your pop guard. It's called eating okay. the mic. Yeah. Ooh. Um, so Holly and I have been best friends for, what did we decide, 15 years? 15 or 16, something like that. So we were little tykes. We'll, we'll like do our background. So um, the first year we met each other, we hated each other. And then, we were like 12, by the way. Yeah. But like. That's prime time for. For, for hating hate other people, them. yeah. Okay, but like as obviously podcast listeners know, I'm like a very intense personality, <laughs> and I like to be the center of attention. And Holly is the same way. And so the first year that like clashed, and then oh, I should say we met at summer camp too. So that's like why it's like the first year. So like the first summer at summer camp that we were together, we clashed. But then the second summer we were in the same bunk or in the same dorm, <laughs> and then we uh-huh. literally we shared a bunk. Yeah, yeah like I was, sure. I'm always on the top bunk. Um, and then we realized that we could like conquer the world together basically. So then, <laughs> so there you go. Best friends ever since. Best friends ever since. So you guys, you guys had this plan. Did you have a plan to conquer the world or was it? Oh, I mean, I mean, sure. Okay. In that, like our personalities are that way. Yeah. Um, I, except we're completely opposites in like so many other ways yeah. too. So I don't have any best friends from childhood. She's probably one of my only. Yeah, she's like the only one. How did that? How did, I, don't know. I think it's yeah. because we never like. So we have never lived in the same place except for like three months one summer when I was in college, and I think that's probably why, because like we would only see each other like in the summers, and then once we started to be able to drive, then we could like drive to each other's house because we only live like forty five minutes away from each other. But, oh, that's not yeah. But like when you couldn't drive, then it was. But we'd like call each other to like pack for camp because we would share each other's clothes, and like. Stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. That's that's such a Isn't girl. That adorable? That's such a girl. It's adorable. Thing. It is adorable. <laughs> boys don't share clothes. Because that would be gross. Yeah, because boys don't shower as boys don't. <laughs> But also one time we didn't shower for the whole week. But that's yeah. a camp. That was like a that's camp. That's a camp. Thing. So yeah. it's acceptable there. Yeah. 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 I, never, I mean to be fair, we swam every day. So. Yeah. I've never been to camp either. Never. Oh, never hey, your life camp. your childhood was sad. I did yeah. <laughs> Corbin, did you ever go to camp? I did go to camp and I hated it. Oh, oh. that doesn't. There are too many me. rules. Is it because you say, can't say crotch at camp? That's <laughs> yeah, that's Holly, why. That's Holly and I really I wanted say. to say crotch <laughs> to our camp um, <laughs> No, I didn't like camp because there's too many rules. I hate authority that and I don't true. like being told what to do. And the fact that they told me like where I can wear my shoes and where I can't just really got under my skin. <laughs> 
I was like, I wear my shoes wherever I fucking want to wear my shoes. Yeah. So you pretty like much broke all the rules such anyway. Such a Corbin so. <laughs> answer to that question. Yeah, we just went, we went to camp, but we broke all the rules. So yeah, we Holly and I like so we like are still friends with our camp director, and we still like we were so such troublemakers. Like me and Holly and her now husband and his best friend, who was my boyfriend at the time, would like sneak out in the middle of the night and like raid the pop and candy fridge. Like, like we were the rebels of camp that's why camp was fun and then wow. we and then we were dorm leaders and then we still did it did you disclose this on your medical school application that you were such no why did you do that it's not illegal you only have to this disclose is like felonies on your med school this application. is like perfectly illustrative of like the differences between katie and i yeah. of like wh- how we feel about camp like katie's gonna go and break all the rules and be best friends with the camp director but i'm gonna be like i hate the camp director and i hate camp and just leave <laughs> you gotta be best friends with the camp director so that he forgives you but and lets you come back like so i would have no desire yeah I, I could never be friends with the camp director because i don't trust the camp director yeah. <laughs> this is like at the most basic level how corbin and i deal with like authority i just like make everyone be friends with me and like then break the rules <laughs> uh, so, oh, anyway, so cute yeah but anywho, so now we're still besties. How's uh, Stockholm? Oh, it's good. Yeah. It was sunny today, so that's nice. Uh, and today, this week, it's going to, um, the sun is going to start to set past 4 p.m., so I'm looking forward to that. Wow. Exciting. For sure. That's nice. I, yeah, it'll be, uh, you know. I think we're. And it's a little warmer, so that's nice, too. I think we're up to like seven or so in the States, so, you know. It's really? nice. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just guessing. Are but. you really? I'm so jealous. Yeah. Yesterday it was like 6:30 or something when it went down. Holly. Yeah, when so I was driving here. Holly. When I was driving here. We didn't we're ask you on there. the show to country. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can never come back. <laughs> Dates are in shade. Um. I just, yeah. I, just I pissed w- off the pod father. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're in trouble. <laughs> Better be careful. You're gonna end up with a mic head in your bed or something. Yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 I mean, I, you could piss me off, but I'm, I I uh, I forgive very easily. Oh, okay, so good. It's all right. Yeah, good. This is true. Uh, have you done anything fun in Stockholm, Corpse? Yeah. Anything? Yes, in fact, yeah, I did. I went to um, the Vasa Museum, which is a, it's actually one of the cooler museums I've been to. It's like a ship that sunk in the Stockholm Harbor in 1628. I believe is the year. I don't, I'm not 100% sure I'm right about that, but I'm. Sounds right to me. I'm going to stick to 1628. <laughs> really long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. And because of the brackish water, which basically just means a mix between salt water and um, fresh water. Uh, shout out to Andrew for looking that up for me. Yeah. Um, Good job, Andrew preserves the the boat. And so it's actually in really, really good condition. And it's like basically the entire thing. I assume it's, it's I assume it's not still in the water. No. No, they took it out. Okay. According I mean, it's like to your Instagram post, it is indeed sixteen twenty eight. Well, yeah, I wasn't sure when I wrote that either. Well <laughs> I'm sorting I bad, just went with it. Citing a bad source. Fake apparently. News, not a primary source. Um yeah. That's an education on sources. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm pretty sure it's sixteen anyway, don't, it doesn't matter. Don't get your information. It's in the sixteen hundreds. Yeah, definitely around that time. Yeah. So um, it sunk because there weren't enough like rocks in the bast, which means that it like 
basically got flipped over too easily if there's wind it was like top and so heavy, it, basically yeah it's so it flung it sunk on its maiden voyage because it didn't even leave the harbor because they didn't put enough rocks in there and or there wasn't the, enough room for rocks rather and because the cannon things were too low too so like it like um was like shifting back and forth lengthwise and so like yeah. then the water got in the cannon hole ports i had yeah. no idea Does that, that makes yeah. sense i'm I had, learning so much right now i had yeah. no idea that in addition to being uh knowledgeable about obstetrics and gynecology that corbin was uh i mean that uh, katie was well versed in uh, 16th uh, 17th century ships from sweden yeah i should not I, I shouldn't say this but i've been to the museum so uh, that's how i know this. all right um yeah so i just think it's kind of funny that like from so the obviously the bottom part of the boat it's not funny but like from the bottom of it's built from the bottom up and so the idea that like front it this boat took forever to build and then from like its first few months it was doomed to sink because they messed it up Hmm. they didn't build it big enough in the bottom this is something i like about museums in sweden is that um almost every museum i've been to they have like a little section on like women and like women at this time and like why are they missing from history and so anyway that was also true in the vasa museum they found two women aboard the vasa in the wreckage uh they assumed that they were the wives of sailors aboard Hmm. yeah so anyway it's actually it's fun fact about sweden it's the most gender equitable in the european union in terms of everything like yeah everything like pay and like power and stuff like that okay representation that's pretty cool etc there's a they have a very strong family leave program yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's uh that's something that it gets uh talked about a lot yeah uh, is it in sweden that it's like a whole year for yeah, um, I think so. New moms and stuff. Yeah. And then it's like yeah, even it longer is. if the dad also takes part of it. Too. Yeah. It's like 18 months or mm-hmm. something like between the two. Actually, months. the dad has to, is, is required to take part of it to, as well. No. Required. If to get like yeah. the extra part. I think they have to take like at least a certain amount of time to get extra. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. That works. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, the dad is required to take paternity leave or whatever. Or the other partner rather is also required to take leave. Yeah. Izzy tortured me on uh, my paternity leave. I just want to put that out. Really? <laughs> was he a terrible baby? He was, uh, I think he was terribly unhappy with the fact that mom was no longer around mm. and that it was oh. and that it was me. And so mm-hmm. he cried for like hours uh, at a time in the morning. He's been a lovely child since. <laughs> in the last... o- he's okay with you now? Uh, yeah, he's fine <laughs> just now. Just the whole paternity leave But just thing. that time, I, I, yeah, I would find myself. Did he have colic? I don't think so. I think he was just pissed at me for not being. My older mom. brother apparently had colic, and there's um, the story that my mom tells of like my brother like screaming, and obviously you can't do anything when they have colic, and so my brother's just screaming, and my dad's just like sitting reading the newspaper right by him mm. because he like couldn't do anything about it. Yeah, I mean, at some point you just go, well, yeah, nothing I can do about this. That's I've like- done all the things. <laughs> This is like a bad example, but it reminds me of the dad in From Stranger Things, Nancy and what's Mike's dad? Yeah. Right? Who he just like yeah. literally doesn't pay attention to anything that's happening He's at such all. A great He's character. like the worst dad ever. I love that. Uh, See a little myself in him. 
but in a good way. Fair enough. Is it the Reagan and Bush support? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was a big Reagan and Bush supporter. <laughs> um, oh, so speaking of like gender equity, so I was going to say Iceland just um, passed that law where like businesses have to prove that they're b- paying equally instead of like the other way around hmm. where like people can't. You know, like here, like people can sue for like wage discrimination, but like there, basically businesses have businesses with over so many employees have to like prove that they're paying their males and females equally. Do you know if this came out of? Well, I mean, we said it was very equitable there, but do you know if this came out of a a a case or a or an event, or was it just like, hey, you know what? We should just start off this way. Everybody gets paid equally, and you have to prove it. Yeah, I don't know. Because that's... So, it's in ice. Oh, so in ice. This is in Iceland. Mm-hmm. In October... Oh, oh, I thought... Okay, sorry. Sorry. Uh, in October... This is from NPR. In October, thousands of Icelandic women left work at 2.38 p.m. and demonstrated outside parliament to protest the gender pay gap. Oh, okay. Uh, women's rights groups calculate that after that time, each day, women are working for free. So, that's, like, based on the, like, how much of the dollar... Per... How much of, like, right. a male dollar we get paid for... Per hour or whatever. Yeah. Um. It's this says that Iceland has been ranked the best country in the world for gender equality. Hmm. So, I don't know. I said in the European Union. Oh, is Iceland not in the EU? No. I don't believe so. Right. No. Well, I don't know these things. Well, I guess we're gonna talk about self care. Woo! Um, Katie and I were talking on the phone one night when she was trying to figure out what the heck to uh, <laughs> talk about on a podcast one day. And um, I said, hey, you should talk about self-care. And she's like, I feel like you should do that. <laughs> so, <laughs> how convenient. How convenient. Um, and so... For those of you that don't know, um, I'm a massage therapist by trade. Oh, yeah. I should probably do the whole yeah. introduction. Yeah. I'm a mas- I'll do it. Okay. I can introduce myself. Fine. Um, I'm a massage therapist by trade. I've been in practice for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot of preventative um, alternative health care. Um, and so I teach. I basically do a big part of self-care. So before we can talk about self-care. Um, well, I also want to say oh. that Holly owns her own business and... Mm-hmm. Um, so like, she's like really boss lady. Yeah. She's like a boss lady. She like does her like own books and like keeps everything together. She like works in a, what is the, what is, let's not dance around the bush. What is the name of this business and where is it located? Logan Valley Massage Therapy in Uh Wayne and Pender, Nebraska. Yeah. Got it. But I work I work in a chiropractic office, yeah. but it's my yeah. own business. That's what so. I was gonna say. So like she has our like, listener might want to go. Yeah. Oh well she, if you're in Nebraska, northeast Nebraska. Or oh, yeah. northwest Iowa. Yep. It's not far. Nope. Um but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like she like shares the like facilities and everything mm-hmm. with someone else, but like it's her own company. So mm-hmm. which she started and like did everything for. So at the age of twenty, by the way. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So she's legit. I'm basically just like giving her cred. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate that. She knows her shit. And as someone who has received a mini a massage she knows her shit for real <laughs> do you pay really full sad. price no she, 
<laughs> she gets the best friend discount. I cook her food. Yeah, there you go. At her house. That's a fair trade. That's a yeah. fair trade. Yeah. I fold her laundry a lot too. <laughs> yeah. I did fold I all of her it. laundry during massage school though. I would like help her fold her <laughs> all my sheets her, her and sheets. stuff. I always say that I um majored in massage therapy, but I minored in laundry. <laughs> so because I literally do laundry it's all the time. A lot of laundry. So but yeah. But anyway, so before you can really talk about self-care, you kind of have to talk about like why you need it. Um, so stress and anxiousness and fear um, basically causes stress in the body, right? And so your body reacts to that by um, releasing the stress hormone called cortisol through your adrenals. Um, but that helps the body like be ready for action. So um, part of it is a, it's part of like the fight or flight response in our bodies. Mm -hmm. um, so this is a good thing because when you have to go into fight or flight, you want that cortisol so that your body can do that. However, when you're in stress mode, like all the time, like always thinking about stuff, always doing something, always going from one thing to another, to another, to another, um, that cortisol level is always up. And so if you don't bring that back down, you are at risk for all sorts of things. Um, so constant state of stress it can actually decrease the immune system. Um, you can inter interfere with your memory and learning, um, lower your bone density, um, increase weight gain, increase cholesterol, heart disease, and so on and so on and so on. So that's actually why we need self-care and why we have to do that. Mm -hmm. So can't really understand it until you understand why our body needs it. So it's like an evolutionary advantage from a like time when we were like hunter gatherers and like had to figure out stuff like shelter every night and mm -hmm. where to find food mm -hmm. but now that we like have those things under control and like the way our society works like we don't really need that all the time and mm -hmm. so it's kind of like this remnant from like the way things used to be that's mm -hmm. like not super necessary anymore yeah which kind of sucks so like self-care is kind of a way to like life hack your way into like <laughs> avoiding <laughs> hashtag your own, life hacks yeah avoiding so. your own adrenals pretty much yeah it makes yeah. me think though that uh you know if you're if you're really into paleo <laughs> you should probably have people jumping out at you and stabbing you with things. This, I mean, we've talked about paleo on this, like this podcast before. Like, it's yeah, it's from like a time paleo is like the idea is that you do manual labor all day, and we don't mm -hmm. do that, and mm -hmm. so like that makes me question <laughs> how well it works. And like Corbin right. says too, like how we don't know the cardiovascular health of cavemen either. Yeah. <laughs> so like, how right. do we know that actually works? Well, okay. <laughs> I'm gonna open. A I'm gonna open a business, pissing people off and make them scared and things like that, so Sounds that they good. can really get into their paleo oh, lifestyle. There you go. Yeah, there you go. See, but I we'll work out of the same office, and then you'll, and then my customers will become your customers because they're <laughs> because so stressed you'll just out. Them out. Yeah, and there I will go. get no benefit they, from it. This is like if a dentist gives out candy for Halloween. Right. Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yep. Anyway, um, but I talk to a lot of people throughout my day, um, and a lot of times, like massage therapy like ends up being a therapy session like really mm. also and you ask people someone how they're doing and almost always their response is busy i'm busy oh boy. you know we're just like always 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 like feeling like we have to do something i think mm -hmm. like in our society as of now and that's not good for our bodies really but yeah so there's some main ways. Are, are we ready to hear mm -hmm. some of the ways? Yeah. Okay. So physical activity is actually a big one. Um, and this one was really 
interesting when I started doing a little bit more research on it. So um, physical activity. So to increase the fight response in your body um, with like kickboxing or doing something other other like aggressive that actually like decreases cortisol because it it um, like the fight or flight. So mm-hmm. it's actually like teaching your it's body. Like, yeah. It's like if cortisol was money, it's like a way to spend your cortisol. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. And then the other one is um, increase your flight response with like cardio. So like mm-hmm. going to run, mm-hmm. like swim, like any of those things, like hurry, get away sort of a thing. So yeah. another way to spend, if that makes sense. I so I guess I've ever heard it expressed that way, but that makes a isn't lot that yeah. really cool. Sense. Yeah. So, so I guess we should like back up and talk about like what cortisol actually does in the body. So um holly said the things that it like can do to you so like lower your immune system and like cause you to increase like fat like weight gain so like increasing fat storage um so basically what cortisol does is it kind of like makes your body systems shift from like a maintenance mode to a fight or flight mode in that like it makes it so your like liver um makes the glycogen that it's stored like easier for your muscles to use it increases like like cortisol makes you essentially like makes your muscles more ready to work because if you're like having to do the flight or the fight like you want to have that energy easily accessible to like do those things for Mm -hmm. you um and that's why it increases weight gain is because like you're in a metabolic state where instead of because you're in like a high energy metabolic state but if you're in that all the time that energy gets stored as fat because fat is a super good energy storage Mm -hmm. And so if if you're not using the energy, it's going to get stored. And cord- so cortisol is making it ready to be used. If you're not using it, it gets stored as fat. And so that's why weight gain has increased. Mm-hmm. And then it, it <clears throat> decreases your immune system because your immune system actually takes a lot of energy to run and like run well. But if your body is preparing your energy to be used in your muscles, then it's like basically diverting it away from other systems like your immune system and your brain too i mean people who are chronically stressed like have brain fog there's like studies that show that high Mm -hmm. cortisol makes it harder to learn and so i mean that's like another reason why i mean cortisol is like it does so much yeah it's so it's it's a good thing unless it's you know yeah everything in moderation Moderation. yeah so but just when it's too much then it starts wreaking havoc just like if you're eating way too much sugar or having yeah, way too much alcohol right. or you know what i mean like everything in moderation but i like the like spending like the idea of like spent you're mm-hmm. spending it yep yeah yep so i like have seen a study and i can't remember exactly where it is but um this idea that exercise is like three times better at treating depression and anxiety than ssris and so like obviously like ssris are great but and like if they're used like on top of physical activity it's like even better but like mm-hmm. A lot of times, like, as a physician, like, we tell, if people are, like, having depression or having anxiety, like, we tell them to do exercise because it do- it really does help. Mm-hmm. It's, like, we're it's not your body's just, natural way of doing right. that. Yeah. Like, we're not just telling you because, like, that's what we tell everyone. We're, like, actually telling you because mm-hmm. it's, like, evidence-based way to, like, make you feel better. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, so the sec- one of the second ways is mindfulness or meditation. And I was listening to one of the last podcasts, um, the other day on my way home from work and you guys were talking about mindfulness and I was like, Katie, I kind of know about this. I'll talk <laughs> about it when I get here. So, um, but mindfulness is basically just like meditation where you, um, deep, deep mindful breaths, um, actually trigger the vagus nerve, um, which sig- signals the nervous system to slow the heart rate and lower the blood pressure. And then 
in like addition to that lower cortisol levels as well so hmm. yeah yeah corbs are you still gonna do that mindfulness class i am going to when i get back yeah. that's so exciting katie told me yeah. that and i was pumped i kind of want to do it too I should yeah i'm really excited yeah yeah you should see it so um for all the listeners the university of iowa actually has a mindfulness-based stress reduction class mm-hmm. so i'm hopefully going to take it when i get back from sweden yeah. yeah i think it'll be a good time right before residency <laughs> yeah. starts well look, holly when she texted me she uh, i can't remember what we we're talking about but um i think we we're talking about like oh we we're talking about like different like pain relief techniques mm-hmm. and like mindfulness is something i think we said this on that episode that you were listening to mindfulness mm-hmm. is something that like people are investigating more as like ways to treat pain because yeah. we were talking about like how hard it is to treat chronic pain yep and um she was like yeah it's like really you know it's like something that like a lot of my patients do is like stuff i know about and i was like yeah actually like i was re- i feel like i was an institution is like really getting into mindfulness because i've had a ton of attendings mm-hmm. that have taken mindfulness a bunch of professors that have taken mindfulness so i feel like at least I was like doing good on that front of like mm-hmm. being into like something that's not pharmaceutical that can yep. help yep. with those kind of things. Um, one of my patients that like really comes to mind with the mindfulness thing, she's probably in her mid sixties, I would say, and has had autoimmune disorders and like, I mean, you name it, she's probably dealt with it. Like she has extreme chronic pain all the time and massage is like a huge part of her, you know, mm-hmm. self care. And, um, She's used for 50 years with all of her chronic pain with fibromyalgia, like all of the stuff she's used, meditation and mindfulness in order to decrease her pain levels. Mm-hmm. And when the, you guys were talking about the um, how pain levels are so different for everyone, mm-hmm. you know, she is one of those people. She's the person that like popped into my mind like right away because she's saving her 10. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, when you stub your toe or you do whatever, you're like, holy crap, that is a nine pain. You know what I mean? Like her nine pain is, you know, she's in the hospital and like Mm -hmm. fighting for her life sort of thing. So like it's always different for everyone. So when you guys were talking about that, I was just like, oh, my gosh, that's totally her. So she has huge, huge, huge benefits from just when she's in a lot of pain, just going into her room, laying down and just thinking through and doing some meditation and that sort of thing. So. Mm I think that's kind of what makes interest, uh, pain so interesting, but also so complex is that yeah. pain is actually, I mean, there is like obviously a chemical and physiologic foundation to pain, but pain is also an experience mm-hmm. and it's about, uh, you know, how you experience pain that really is like your understanding of pain and yep. what pain is. Yep. And so that's why I think mindfulness makes a lot of sense, yep. you know? Well, it's like really interesting too, because, you know, people say, I've heard it explained. I don't know that this is like physiologically true, but like babies cry when they're hungry or cry when they have a dirty diaper or like when they have gas because pain is a relative experience. So like (laughs) my 10 is when I broke my ankle and it was dislocated and it was like hanging off my leg, you know, and that's like the worst pain I've ever felt. And so that will always be my 10 now until I until you do something something worse worse. hopefully not and so like babies that's like having to poop is their 10 because Mm -hmm. that's like the worst you know the worst pain that they've experienced and that's why they cry when they're hungry because your stomach hurts when you're hungry and so like it's just a really interesting way to think about like i think it's an interesting way to think about growth i think too like you know growing suck like so i'm in a leadership seminar class right now and we like just talked about like how to make change and like how basically like 
how you view change like if you view it negatively or positively and like a lot of people view it negatively because change is hard and it's like the same you know like it's like a good way to think about growth like growing sucks but it like changes your relative definition of of whatever Mm -hmm. yeah which like it does suck but it like makes it better eventually whereas if you're mindful about it being positive then Mm -hmm. it's going to be a better experience than if you're going to be negative about it yeah yeah Yeah. mindset is a huge 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 part of it so Mm -hmm. um i read a lot of uh articles and stuff about how laughter is Mm -hmm. a really big one Mm -hmm. to lower cortisol levels um and then music and also just like preventative health care so i have a theory about laughter and i think this just may not be like at all physiologically true but i think it does the same thing as like fight or flight where like when you laugh you're like your abs are working your diaphragm is working you're like we also have a release of like dopamine in your brain too but like i mean laughing is like a pretty physical event Mm -hmm. you know so like um, depending on how hard it could be cardio yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and so i think that's like another reason is because like you're finally like kind of releasing and like spending a little bit of that mm-hmm. cortisol yep so yeah i don't know i like that yeah yep. and then also just listening to music something mm-hmm. that makes your heart happy is going to lower cortisol levels yeah. um and then yeah preventative health care like massage yoga um chiropractic um seeing your doctor regularly for regular checkups things like yeah. that yeah yeah, that's a good one. You like that? Um, no, I have a really interesting story. So oh. um, one of our friends, so there's I this added that just for you guys. Pro- You're thank welcome. You. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have this program in Iowa called MECO. I can't remember what it stands for, but it's basically we do it after our M1 year and you go into like a community hospital in Iowa and you like work with a primary care physician for the summer. One of our friends did it and he was telling me that like the doctor had this patient that he saw like every day for or every week for like 15 minutes at the end of one of his clinic days and it was a patient who was like i think had like some like higher intellectual disability needs and like just some different things and so what was happening is this patient was like well he was like why do you see this patient every week they don't they don't need like a medical visit every week and he's like well it's a social visit because what was happening was this patient was like basically coming to the er like every few weeks to months and just basically like racking up these exorbitant ER visits for things that were like pretty social. Like if, you know, like if you had like a good social structure, like would mm-hmm. be avoided. And so basically this doctor was just like, I'm just going to see you every week for like 15 minutes because it's like can prevent you needing mm-hmm. to come to the ER and having these like exorbitant bills. So it was like basically like a $30 doctor's visit every week versus like a $1,000 ER bill. And so it was like a really mindful way of like preventing this like exorbitant cost to the healthcare system for something that like mm-hmm. could totally be prevented by like yep. a way cheaper option yeah so yeah i mean i obviously that's like not how it works for everyone but like at the same time like go people are like why do i need to go to the doctor every year but like health maintenance yep saves money yep and so yeah i i like that one yeah. but i mean also we like to see our patients too yeah <laughs> we kind of like to see you i think yeah. sometimes i don't know <laughs> what were the other ones you said too the, oh um, um, music so i was gonna music, talk about music yeah. so um i think music but also like anything that you truly enjoy so like mm-hmm. i'm not like su- just find your thing guys yeah like i'm not super into music like i like music i like to play music probably more specific more than i like to listen to it but like i know corbin's really into music but i would say for me that's like podcasts so like 
I love learning stuff that I don't learn in med school. Cause I think like right now I'm like so pigeonholed into one thing. So like all my podcasts are like random shit that I would like never learn any <laughs> other way. And so that's like one of the things that like makes me really happy and like makes it my 30 minute walk to the hospital every day, mm-hmm. like a lot easier. But yeah. I think just downtime in general, like mm-hmm. finding that thing that just centers you. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that sounds really massage therapisty and all that kind of stuff, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> um some of the other things I wrote down was take your vitamins. <laughs> you know, like eat really well, like or get rid no, of I don't get rid of your vitamins. Sugar. That's fine. <laughs> get rid of your sugars Ooh, got, and Wait a minute, we got a little carbs. conflict on the oh show. My God. It's fine. We we'll, <laughs> you don't even want to. Okay. <laughs> and then lots of water and just get some friggin' sleep. Oh, so. yeah. Holly and I talked about this last night. Literally our solutions to everything is drink some water and sleep yeah, yeah. that's those that's are two things we can 100 percent agree on yeah. that's drink my wife's some thing water and get some freaking sleep is water my wife's thing is water like yeah. she's she's like it's i drink so water good for you until i pee clear yeah and then yeah. i know that you know if it's like really yellow like that's, that's not bad. good mine so, is always like brown i gotta but <laughs> you need to drink some more water you should also probably get your kidneys checked if it's actually no, I, don't okay, good. I don't know what color it is, is it like straw colored <laughs> I'm colorblind, so it could be any oh. color. Could be blue. What do I know? That'd be bad. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? You could get those like uh, glasses. The, oh my god! And then, then you would finally know what color your pee is. Believe me, you could make a YouTube video and be like, "A man finally sees the color of his pee for the first time." <laughs> he knows if he's healthy or not. <laughs> Believe me, I've thought of it. Those things are expensive. Um, was it? oh, you can drink too much water, by the way. Like, you can get water intoxication, yeah. but it's kind of it's hard. a lot it's of water. Kind of hard. It's a lot of yeah. water, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but lots what, of what water. are we like 80 some percent water? Yeah. yeah, so you should probably drink some water, all right. And sugar noted, just, yeah. And sugar, there's just, like a meme on the internet that's like, we're like 80 whatever percent water, we're basically just cucumbers with emotions. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Um, but, but yeah, so we were talking. So um, when I was in Arizona for vacation, my uh, grandpa's wife got sick, and my grandpa was like, asked me, he's like, basically, um, is there anything I can do to like not get sick? And I was like, well, at this point, not really, except sleep and drink lots of water. I was mm-hmm. like, that's like the best thing for your immune system. Mm-hmm. It's just to like relax and sleep and like take it easy. Yep. But yeah, which is important because the flu is pretty bad this year. So yeah. no kidding, it's a killer, literally. So, um, I'm on Tamiflu right now. Yeah. Awesome. Is everybody have it? Are you? Yep. I yeah. talked about it last time, I think. Uh, did I talk? Did I know? Just with me. That's why oh, we okay. recorded here. Um, yeah, because Dave's family had the flu. They all had the flu. I can't get the flu oh, shot. Right. They all had the, the vaccine. It did not, well, it probably worked somewhat. Yeah. But it didn't, uh, it didn't prevent them from getting sick. Even if it doesn't prevent, I've, it's supposed to make it less severe. Right. But I think it's 30% effective this year is the, so yeah it's, it's not very but we, here's the thing i think do an episode about that sometime just yeah. like about how that works and stuff but yeah. that'd be interesting i do think though that i have basically proven that i'm superhuman by not getting the flu <laughs> after my entire family had it yeah. and we're basically you can tell your wife you're like well i'm not drinking water and you're <laughs> yeah that's right. the flu i did <laughs> my pee is brown and i, and I... am fine <laughs> i watched brooklyn 99 and the, i just watched an episode where jake started drinking water all the time and he was like every time he drinks it he's like this is the worst <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad I, I don't know why it's I, I need to have a flavor 
I think. Yeah, you can add flavored stuff to your water. I know. Anyway. Put a little lemon in there. Yeah. Just live in the country and then it's iron flavored. True. Yeah. Mm, mine True. is. Yummy. <laughs> you like yoga. it? I love yoga. Me too. Went... I do yoga from YouTube. It's the best. One of our classmates is getting her yoga teacher's license For real? or whatever. And so she's been teaching classes at the med school. They're very good. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout yoga out with Emma. Emily. Emma. Emma. Mm-hmm. Yoga with Emma. Yeah. Yeah. Seen awesome. the signs. Yeah. Anyway. Well, uh, I have a question about being a massage therapist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you say to people like me who are like, I would never go to a massage therapist. I, I mean, like it's not that I don't have anything personal. On the next episode. On the next episode. Okay. Because we're going to talk yeah. all about. We're going to talk massage. all about it. All right. Yeah. Well, all, the, all the misconceptions and all that kind of yeah. stuff. This, so this is, we'll call this a, a teaser, teaser. For a teaser for the next one. I Do you like want to know it. why you should go to a massage? <laughs> he went to a massage <laughs> therapist and he was amazed at what happened. You won't believe what happens <laughs> next. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Look at these photos. We're going to become clickbait. Corbs, what do you do for self-care? Yeah. I want to know what everyone mm. does for their self-care. She looks at pictures of Ari. I, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I do that. I could do probably do a little better. Uh, I, I I'm a big walker. I like to go on walks and listen Cardio. to music. Um, I like I do actually do mindfulness. I do meditation. Um, See, it's like really funny I work to out. me that Corbin says that she could be better because like Corbin's one of the most introspective persons that I know. So I don't know. It's just funny to me. It's a journey, man. I know. <laughs> We can always, have a, we can always be a little better. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do, Katie? Um, I listen to podcasts, like I said earlier. I, uh, I, like, am a social, like, I have a lot of social needs, so, like, refilling my social need by, like, hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. And that's also, like, um, sitting in, like, the same room as someone, just, mm-hmm. like, Existing together? Talking. Yeah, counts. Um, but I like to like quilt and sew cause it's really nice. I like to, I have to like do like a mindless thing with my hands. Like it's really nice cause like I don't have to think about it and I can just like think about other things while I'm quilting cause you just like pin stuff together and sew mm-hmm. it. And then I don't, once I have the plan, I just like follow the plan and I don't have to think about it. And so it's like a really nice way to just like let my mind wander. Um, and then, like, same with video games. Like, I play video games that are, like, really simplistic where I can just, like, let my mind wander and just, like, complete a simple task. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. And when I had cats living with me, pets are a very big stress reliever. Yep. They, like, probably helped me and Adam get through first year of med school. Our cat. I miss my kitty. No. Do you want us to go, like, play with her? Them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Send me all the snaps. We will. <laughs> what do you do? Mm, it kind of depends on the day. I'm a big reader. Mm. Like, if I can read, like, and get, like, out of my own life self and, like, focus on someone else's stress, like, yes. that's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, that's how I feel about reading, too. Yeah. I don't do like you? to, you know, I don't like to read, just to break, make it about myself. Yeah, make it about yourself. I don't like to read. Uh, real life things. Mm, yeah. I like to read a lot of fiction because yeah. I read to escape. Yeah. And that is yeah, my release. Yeah. You know, like, so anyway. Yep. Um, so I'm a big reader. Um, just going for walks and stuff, kind of like Corbin. Um, mindfulness, like I've been doing a lot of, like I've been learning like the whole meditation thing lately. That's been my big like thing um, as of late. 
And I absolutely love that. Um, yoga. I do yoga. It just kind of depends. Sometimes it's just like cooking. I love cooking mm-hmm. in the kitchen and like food prepping and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So it just kind of depends on the day and how I'm feeling, what I need. And Holly has a puppy. Oh, and snuggle with my puppy. Mm. I swear she knows when I'm like super stressed and she just, she'll follow me around until I sit down so that she can lay on me. Like she'll lay on me and so then I can't get up. She's like, nope, <laughs> you stay here. You like she knows, <laughs> she knows the best. Yeah. I forgot one of mine. Go for it. What is it? Uh, I like stand-up comedy, so I like to go to shows and stuff and watch it online. Yeah, laughter. It's important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, Dave. What do I do? Yeah. As I said, I like to um, I like to read fiction, Um, mostly science fiction. Mm -hmm. Um, And I also like to make things. like build things yeah like build things like uh you know i I belong to a um, fab lab in iowa city which is a sort of a community center with tools we call it and so they have all the things that i probably couldn't have in my own house like um it's called the steam fab lab little shout out there um nonprofit organization anyway uh so they have all the tools that i could probably never afford to have or have room for and then I go there and I make things. I, I recently made uh, a cabinet for audio equipment there, and I like to 3D print. Been learning about that. I've been learning about laser cutting. So I just like to make things. That's so this cool. This is why he's our producer, because he knows about This is why things. he's the podfather, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he's good at all this stuff. And I love I have a... podcasting. I, I, if, so this for me is therapy, podcasting. Because I get to talk about just things. Mm-hmm. Um, Hanging out with some cool chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about stuff. Exactly. <laughs> That's totally. I agree. This is a good thing. Correct. Yeah. That's what I like. I also agree. Cause like I said, I like learning about stuff. That's not just what I'm supposed to do at school. And mm-hmm. I like, this is a really good way for me to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like really fun. I was telling Corbin. So our last episode about the women's March, like I did a lot more research than I have been doing through all of interview season. And I was telling her, like, it felt really good to like dive deep into a topic mm-hmm. and like actually like, you know, feel like I was investing in myself. Yep. It was good. But yep. yeah, I, I agree with that about podcasting. It's a great way to learn stuff. Mm-hmm. Podcasting, not just listening yeah. to podcasts, but podcasting yeah. is a great way to learn stuff. Yeah. Um, especially if you're doing it every week and you're sort of mm-hmm. forcing yourself to, you know, not just take things in passively, but actually think about them and yeah, mm-hmm. and talk about them intelligently. It's mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't even think I've told you this, Katie, I'm actually sort of excited. It might come to fruition. We'll see one of the chiropractors that I work with. She's one of the associates that works in our building. She's our age and she's just, she's a badass. She's so much fun. Um, she and I have been kind of sort of talking about starting a podcast. Yeah. So yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. we got to get like we have to narrow down our narrow down everything but we'll talk about i, I have I, I have a piece of advice that i always Do you? that i always give to people okay i'll just say it now yeah okay. just start yeah. doing it just start doing that it is, yeah what he told us mm-hmm. just start doing it don't worry about getting it right don't worry about getting it perfect don't worry about narrowing it down to just the right mm-hmm. thing i mean you know have a focus but don't you know just right. do it because you're it. gonna ag- a lot of people will just agonize over it and yeah you know she's the agonizer i'm the like i was just like sarah let's just do it like, yep. why not yep. and she was like um 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 <laughs> so 
I like to give but out. But she's still in her first year of practice, so yeah. she's still on. So she's the, got a lot of yeah. She's got a lot of generally. she's got yeah, a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, so appreciate. We'll that. see. Maybe in the next year or so. Yeah. But yeah. Well, I wish you luck with that. That's well, thanks. it'll be fun. I guarantee it. One more thing we have to do before we finish the podcast. Pressing matter. We have to decide of our winners of our mugs, the Vagabond mugs. This is exciting. So, um, well, let's see how many people participated. Uh, Six people participated. So, wait, one, two, three, four, five. Participate more. So, I mean, they all have good chances. But two people participated twice. And so... Uh. They have, um, so they get, even they get in twice. Yeah, they yeah. get in oh, twice. Because nice. that's what we said. Those are the rules. So, um, okay. So we already, before, we decided we're going to do two mugs uh, because Barb is feeling um, super generous, philanthropic and generous. <laughs> um, so we decided before we recorded this. So um, Sally Fisher Woo! and Alicia Vermeer, you are our winners. Ow, ow! So we will. Woo, congratulations. Yay. Um. So listen to this, and we I have both of your contact information, too. So we will um, email you and see which mug you want. Yeah. And we'll be sending it to you. That's fantastic. I know. So exciting. They, uh, they probably both want Corbin mugs. Well, no, oh, I'm just wow. kidding. Both oh, wow. want Katie mugs. Wow. There's one, one of, of each. Now, right? Is yes. there one with both of them? There is one with yeah. both. Now there is. You should have uh, mugs for your guests. I'm just saying. If you're curious, <laughs> if you, if you didn't uh, <laughs> if you didn't enter, you're curious what these people might be getting, you can go to uh, thevagbonds.com slash store. Go buy stuff. And check that out. Um, thank you to those of you who have purchased stuff at the store. It really helps because this actually costs money and yeah. none of us are particularly uh, rich. No. But um, but yeah, you can go you can go do that. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, though, so one of our people who emailed in um, has has a really interesting story. um, And she emailed us and kind of told us part of her story. And so she is going to be a guest someday on on the podcast. So um, if you email us and you have just cool things to say or anything like that, you're just an interesting person. You might be... be able to become a guest so don't be afraid to contact us yeah if you've known one of the hosts for 15 years <laughs> yeah well 16 know, years whatever gets you in the door but yeah. whatever <laughs> 15 years from now that person will be on the show Nepotism. yeah we have to get to know you a little anything else i don't think so all right so hey we'll all s- of our stuff is in the show notes yep we'll sc- uh, just look there for the stuff yep okay, bye 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 bye, bye.